0: Hello and welcome to EdTech Confessions. Sometimes we're embarrassed to admit we don't know how to do something. That's what EdTech Confessions is all about, asking questions and exploring answers. We're here to help.
1: Welcome to the show. We're your hosts. I'm Ann Cosma.
0: I'm Kelly Martin.
2: And I'm Cynthia Nixon. And we just could not pass up on the timing of this episode, so today we're going to be talking about everything related to going back to school. You can find our resources at bit.ly slash edtechconfessions. That's bit.ly/edtechconffessions. dot L-Y slash Ed Tech Confessions. All right, Kelly, talk to us. What are your favorite back to school tips and tricks?
0: So one thing I've been thinking a lot about is learning environment in the classroom. And I don't just mean everything the teacher decides. In fact, I'm kind of the anti Pinterest classroom teacher. Ooh, Because I feel like the learning environment isn't for me, it's for the kids.
2: That's true.
0: So why aren't we letting them decide what their learning environment looks
1: like? I love that. I love that.
0: If I were still in the classroom, because I left the classroom several years ago, I would be doing a construction theme, basically meaning a sign that says under construction. So when the kids walk in the classroom, they get to decide how we're setting up the table groups or if we're setting up table groups where everything goes, what they want the bulletin boards to look like, what they want to go on them, and just leaving a lot of that choice up to the kids, because I think there's a lot of empowerment in giving them that choice and opportunity. That's
1: really interesting. I love that, Kelly. You're letting them own that space, design that space, create that space, and have it be their environment. I love this under construction idea.
2: You know, we spend so much time talking about letting them make the rules and letting them do all these other things to help kind of take control of that environment, but why don't we do that with our space? That's a great idea, Kelly. I love it.
0: And truly my favorite bulletin board, cause I was never into creating bulletin boards for the hallway or for the classroom. The fa- My favorite one that I ever created was a black background with colored construction paper and binder clips at the top of the construction paper where the kids would put their favorite work on those clips. And they were in charge of deciding what they wanted to put out there for the world or for the school. So unfortunately at that point, we didn't have things like Flipgrid, to share it with the whole world, but they were so proud of making that decision and deciding what they wanted to share out with their peers. It was really powerful for them. And I would highly recommend doing something like that if I were still teaching today. That's super
1: cool. That's great advice. I think that's great advice. It gives kids ownership of their space.
0: So Cynthia, do you have any tips for organization or anything like that?
2: Oh, boy, do I ever. OK, so I love Google Forms. It's my favorite. And it's funny because if you ever hear me present on stuff, um, slides are my favorite, and sheets are my favorite, and forms are my favorite. But today, we're going to focus on the forms. Um, I have a couple different Google Forms that I think are going to be really helpful for anyone looking for more organization. And the first one is like, a, it's kind of like Meet the Family Google Form. So now that most of us have like an LMS or something that helps us access student information and parent information easier, this one might not be necessary. But for those of you who either don't have a learning management system that gives you parent emails and everything right at your fingertips, or maybe you do, but it's not as easy to navigate and pull things out of, then this is for you. Okay, so on the Meet the Teacher event or on the first day of school, whichever is the first time you kind of interact with the families, I have a little half sheet of paper with a little QR code on it, a little short URL, something like that, and they take it home and it's kind of like the first assignment that the kids, you know, are are to do to make sure their parents complete this. And it's just a short little get to know you survey. And it really just helps you kind of get to know the family to start off with. We asked for the child's name, their birthday. I asked the parents, do you have a specific goal for your child this year? Or is there something that I should know about your child or about your family this year? And I asked for the parents email address. And that is the big one, because now once they've all submitted the survey, I just copy and paste all the email addresses right into a Google contact group and that's my parent email list for the year. I don't have to go digging through my student information system or my learning management system to find that information. It's all right there with one copy and paste and that is so handy. And I also love the birthday column because I I remember every single year painstakingly going through the system and finding everyone's birthday and putting them all in order and making sure I had it because I taught little kids, you know, that's a big deal, the birthday. And now I just go through and organize the list by the date. And there it is, there's my birthday list for the year. And it just makes things really easy to have it at your fingertips.
0: You know, I think that is such a great tip because even though I know I could access all that information through our SIS, it'd be so much easier to have it all in one place at my fingertips at any time. So if I needed birthdays or parent emails, I know where it all is and I'm not having to dig around the student information system. I love that idea.
1: I was going to say, Boom. (laughs) Cynthia Nixon with another Google Form pro tip.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I love it. Oh, it's great. See, Form's my favorite. And another way that I... I can't believe it took me as long as it did to think this up, right? So I pretty much went through every way imaginable that you can think of to take parent conference notes, okay? So I wrote them down on paper or I had a new sheet of paper for each one or maybe a special notebook or three by five cards. I even, no joke, tried typing with white font into a white document, you know, because I didn't want other parents to see what I'd written about different conferences and I'm typing on the same page because I really wanted my notes in the same place. And that, of course, was just a complete nightmare. So it dawned on me one day google forms so i created a form for myself and i asked for the date i asked for who attended the conference the student name of course and then i have a couple boxes i had a box for academics i had a box for behavior and then i had a box for follow-up so if i knew i needed to get back to the the parent on something i could i could type in that box and then i think i had another box that was you know general comments something like that and It made it so easy because the parents come in, I'm filling it out as we go. They can't see any other information about any other kids because I'm typing into the form. And then for the entire year, I have everything, all my meetings with the parents in a searchable, sortable spreadsheet. I can search for keywords. I can sort by student. I can sort by date. Because there's always that one parent that says, you know, I needed to make sure that Johnny never sits next to Susie or... I really wanted to ask the thing about the, the book club, and then I go later to find it. I'm like, I know someone said something about the book club and I can't find where in my notes. Well, now I can just search for it. It's right there, and it's all there for the whole year documented, and it was the best thing ever. And I, I just couldn't believe it took me so long to figure it out, but now it's my go-to.
1: Searchable and sortable makes everything much more simple, and it reminds me of my favorite little
2: saying, every click matters. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And the same way that I do parent conference notes, I started doing my student anecdotal notes the same way. So I had a separate form. I had student name. I think I put it in a drop down just to make sure it was easy because I used um, another add on called row call so that it actually put all my notes like all my notes for Susie were in one tab of the spreadsheet and all my notes for Johnny were in another little tab on the spreadsheet. So it kind of helped me organize it that way. So the drop down is is a little pro tip for when you want to sort something that way. So then you make sure you spell it the same way every time. So it gets caught in your little, in your little um, queries there. And then I just had a little subject drop down, whether I was making a comment on behavior or on subject or on certain tasks. And then I had a box to write comments and it just kept all my little anecdotal notes, again, right in that searchable, sortable spreadsheet.
0: I, at some point, want to hear more about roll call, because I did not know about that. And that's an awesome way to do anecdotal notes. But I love that you can, it sorts everything in a separate tab. That's amazing.
2: Yeah, so the first tab stays the same. It's like your master tab. And then it creates all the different tabs for whichever question you decide. So I just told it, hey, I want you to sort this by all the different responses under student name. And so each child gets their own tab, and I can see just the notes for Susie or Sally or Johnny. Nice,
1: that's so cool. I have a feeling that add-ons should be its own episode. That could be a pretty yes. epic episode. I agree. I, I totally agree. And
0: actually, we didn't do an episode on sheets, did we? <gasps> no. No. Sheets are. And where I the think magic we're all happens. big fans of sheets, so that one will have to be upcoming as well.
2: Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay, Anne, lay it on us. What are your tips for back to school?
1: Oh, friends, I am so excited for a new school year, and I'm super pumped starting the year off right and building community from day one. So if you know me, you know this about me. I've got the Flipgrid fever, you guys. (laughs) Yes, you do. (laughs) I'm so stoked to talk to you about two awesome ways that you can build community using Flipgrid this year. So. First I want to introduce you to something called grid pals. And grid pals are like digital connections that you make on the Flipgrid platform. Sort of like pen pals but for the digital age, right?
2: Yeah. So nice. all
1: teachers need to do is go onto the Flipgrid account and they can sign up right there and connect with classrooms around the world. This is a super epic built into Flipgrid platform and shout out to the amazing Bonnie McClellan for dreaming up grid pals in the first place. But Imagine that it's no longer waiting for those envelopes of handwritten letters from days gone by, but their immediate digital connections with classrooms around the world, right there at your fingertips. And I love this. I love this. So grid pals is one way that I'm so pumped for classrooms to get connected and build community at the start of the school year.
2: I can't wait to dive into that. Like I'd heard about it, but I haven't really kind of looked at it more. So you've piqued my interest for sure. I'm going to check that out.
1: Yeah, and as of right now, there are over 1,600 teachers who've signed up in like the last week and a half, two weeks alone. Wow. So it is an opportunity to get connected and, and basically, the sky's the limit. All continents are participating and you could have a grid pal anywhere in the world. That's amazing. Yeah. So there's more. Are you ready for this? Yes. There's Maybe. also, <laughs> get, get ready, because it's super okay. cool. Okay, okay. Um, there is a Flipgrid yearbook challenge going on right now. Ooh. So I have to ask you, too, have you seen those tweets pop up on social about those green Flipgrid voice pod tents? <laughs> yes. Uh, yes. Yes, yes. So right now, you, you can't buy them. You know, they're they're priceless. But you can win them in a Twitter challenge. And right now, the Flipgrid yearbook challenge is going on. So every day until August 31st, if you start your school-wide Flipgrid yearbook grid, you can be entered to win one of those Flipgrid voice pods. And it's super simple. All you have to do is set up a new school grid when you're creating your grid option. Uh Um, And you can just use your email domain so that all students at school can participate and there are super awesome examples already floating around on Twitter if you search the hashtag flipgrid yearbook but there are, there are just so many ways that you can amplify student voice and build community and and capture in a really cool way your your school year through a flipgrid yearbook oh, that
2: sounds amazing
0: that's really cool
1: yeah it's been super fun to see what folks are sharing out just really creative really creative ways that they're sharing this it could be like an introduction school news you know, guest speakers, it might be different grade levels. What What is your summer story? You could even put things like baby pictures up there and guess the baby. Inspirational quotes, special events that are coming up. The possibilities
2: are endless with a Flipgrid yearbook. Okay, so I know what hashtag I'm going to look at when we're done recording. <laughs> Flipgrid <laughs> yearbook.
0: Um... Yeah, that's one I haven't really searched. I want to check out what the product. I want to see what people have come up with. That's a that sounds really intriguing to me. I'm really excited to check it out.
1: Yeah, and so the challenge is going on until August 31st. So there's still a great opportunity for schools to enter. And hopefully win a Flipgrid voice pod. Nice. I love it. I love it. I know. It's a great it's going to be a great school year. I'm just so excited. It's like the turning of a page, a new chapter and a brand new school year and I know it's going to be an epic year ahead. Yes, amazing.
0: I am more excited for this school year than I've been in a while. I'm, I, the possibilities of this year that I'm seeing, I am so excited about to see what everybody does this year.
1: That's rad. The sky is the limit, my friend. Here is to the learning adventures ahead.
2: Yes. yes. Now on our next episode, we're gonna dig into student creativity. So don't miss it. What will you confess?
0: Don't forget to check out our resources at bit.ly slash